Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio and it is coming to you live from India. I am in my hotel room in Agra and wanted to share with you some of the learnings, the many, many learnings that I have had in my 10 days so far in India. Enjoy and as always, if you loved this episode, feel free to leave me a review on iTunes. Live from Australia and all over the world, welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. Your host, Julia Lieber, is a lifestyle redesign expert who personally relaunched her own life from being a corporate workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of her own design. She is an international coach, retreat facilitator, and spiritual teacher, and is a woman on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. With 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories, tune in to Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and live a life of zero regrets. If you want to get the latest, be sure to click subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for show notes and our blog. Well, welcome to this week's episode and as I mentioned in the beginning, I am sitting here in my hotel in Agra and you can probably hear I have a little bit of a nasal voice happening at the moment. I have definitely picked up something on my travels, nothing that I can't handle, but probably a result of lots of trains, planes, buses, rickshaws, <laughs> smog, oh, so many curries. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. It's probably the culmination of everything. So you can enjoy this 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 version of my voice in this week's episode. And look, it's been such a journey. <laughs> I think India is a journey of all of the senses and all of the contrast you could possibly imagine. And if I cast my memory back 10 days ago on arriving late at night in Delhi to the smog and the traffic and the chaos, I honestly thought I don't know how I'm going to last two weeks here and I don't know if India is for me. I really had the thought of, I don't know if I'm ever going to come back here. And yet simultaneously I had the thought of, I've got a feeling I'll be back. And that paradox, that just plays out in India in so many ways. And so after that first arrival in Delhi and taking a, a six-hour train up to the north to Hardwar and then a two-hour bus trip to the foothills of the Himalayas past Rishikesh uh, and after the first glimpse of the Ganges River flowing in all of its beauty, the bright greeny aqua colour that it is that flows, I realised that there was so much more to this place than I could have ever imagined. And what then ensued was a, a beautiful kundalini yoga retreat run by Sabine uh, from kundalini studio in Adelaide and doing three to four hours of kundalini yoga every day uh, it's it's going to be powerful no matter where you are let alone doing it in the birthplace of yoga in the foothills of the Himalayas where you know the book that I was reading on Silent Day was set, the autobiography of a yogi by Paramahasa Yogananda. And and one of the Kundalini Yoga sessions that I had, I honestly in in the meditation afterwards I I felt the energy of of 
healing hands all over me. It felt like Himalayan healing hands and I don't even know what it was. And, and so much of this trip has been beyond logic and it has been a sort of deeper sense of knowing, of, of healing, of trust, of understanding, of, of whatever. Uh, I, I, didn't, I don't really know and I still don't know and I don't know if it's anything that I could ever logically understand. And, um, and one of my favourite memories of travelling through Rishikesh on a day trip that we had there was just seeing the cows walking amongst man in the main street. So peaceful, so calm and it's something that we don't often see and I, I love being able to really look lovingly into the cows' eyes and know you know, I don't eat you anymore. <laughs> it felt really nice. Uh, and uh, the the whole journey of the retreat at uh, in the Himalayas was really beautiful and I definitely experienced all emotions and and biggest learning of the retreat was probably around the idea of surrender. You know, I think India just gives you exactly the last thing that you expect and yet it's always the best thing for you. And... So that, that journey in itself was amazing because, you know, Kundalini Yoga is, is different. It's powerful. It's not for the faint-hearted. It's, it's not a workout. It's, you know, and I don't think yoga at all is a workout, but Kundalini Yoga is such a state of, of experiencing awareness in such a deeper way. It's a way of tuning your body as the antenna to receive the higher level vibrations and energy and consciousness. And so it's really dangerous to anyone who doesn't want to wake up and look in the mirror. And uh, there was so much that came up for all of us as a group practicing that much Kundalini Yoga. Uh, and so it was um, it was a really fascinating week. And then we traveled to uh, Amritsar, which is a holy city, and it's it's 85% Sikh religion, whereas the rest of India is mainly Hindu, and so the Sikh religion is is very much intertwined with the Kundalini Yoga philosophies, whereas traditional yoga is more linked with the Hindu philosophies and the Hindu gods. And so, the the Sikh religion is something that I've never really explored much about. But gosh, Amritsar is a fascinating place, and we only had twenty four hours there, uh, and. After traveling, you know, about 12 hours to get there, it was worth every minute of that journey just to get there for that 24 hours because the experience that I had at the Golden Temple, one of the largest Sikh, the largest Sikh temple in the world, was something that I will never forget. And, you know, the Sikh religion, it is the fifth largest religion in the world. It's got about 20 million followers and most of them live in the Punjab region in northern India. And... They believe that there is only God. There's no, you know, it's not about Hindu gods or Muslim gods. It's, it's just a God sense and it's about serving him and serving humans. And so what's so beautiful is that at this Sikh temple, they are able to demonstrate their capacity to serve the humans in this world. And so there is a kitchen at this Sikh temple that serves a hundred thousand meals every day to anyone of any denomination of any religion and there is no cost you know people can add a donation if they want but they don't have to and so seeing this incredible display of, of, of heart open giving these hundred thousand people being served we actually were lucky enough to be guided into the kitchen and to see the big vats of dal being made and these these 
burning, bubbling vats of food were, it was almost like they were making them in something as big as a spa bath and stirring with paddle oars from a paddle boat. This is how big the, the vats of food were. But everything was made with so much love and care. And I love that, you know, our group was able to walk right into that that big open space barefoot because we'd had to take our shoes off and cleanse our feet before we entered the Golden Temple. And we were able to stir the dal. There was so many health hazards. And in the West, we would have had red tape and steel cap boots and, you know, occupational health and safety waivers to sign. There was no paperwork in this place. This was this was old world and yet it felt like how humanity should be just in a space of meditation and presence and trust and love and serving and it was beautiful and and then we were able to see you know the, the floor where all of the plates get washed and the women peeling all of the potatoes and shelling all of the peas and and then the top floor was the area where the chapati or the naan were being prepared and rolled and then cooked. And I actually was able to sit down next to a local volunteer and roll chapati with them and chat to them about what, they, what they're doing and, and being there. And it was such a heart-opening experience. So the, the Golden Temple, it, it was so unexpectedly life-changing for me in that I experienced all of the, the people, and there would have been tens of thousands of people walking the grounds of, this, of the Golden Temple, and, and I witnessed humanity in a state of complete just gentleness and presence and, and love and service and giving at such a mass level, you know, even some of the lines to get into the inner sanctum of the Golden Temple, some of the lines were three to four hours long and everyone was just sort of standing, smiling in a state of meditation. And it's it's a side to humanity that I've never seen in such a mass amount. And I feel like I could talk about it forever, but <laughs> I, uh, I, I was fascinated by, by this religion and so... And I think it's such a simple way of life. It's more of a way of life than a religion in that they, the Sikhs basically believe that there are five thieves of humanity and they are ego, anger, greed, attachment and lust. And when we overcome those through reconnecting to our truth and serving others, we find our, our balance. And the Sikhs believe in equality of men and women and service through physical, mental and material means. And so it's, um, it, it was really beautiful to experience that and I feel really grateful that I have been able to see such a big group of people in such harmony and, and love of the service. Um, and it's definitely shifted a lot in me. So, so then yesterday we came back from uh, Amritsar and came back into Delhi and the group departed and I've stayed on and so I've had my first day today riding in the rickshaw through old Delhi and seeing some of the, the historical pieces around the city, having a delicious lunch. And I'm here in Agra this evening before my Taj Mahal visit tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. And then I go on to Jaipur where I am going to do a traditional cooking class and go to a Bollywood cinema and have a good laugh with the locals. So uh, it's it's just been gorgeous. And I'm I'm so grateful to have had this experience. 
uh, and there are a lot, literally hundreds of learnings that I could share but I just wanted to give a little taste um, and I think as I said I'll be processing this for a while but it's um, it's been a beautiful journey and I'm, I'm forever changed and I would love to hear if you've had your own experience with India what that's been for you uh, or if you're planning to go you know, what your thoughts are and, and how you how you received this so lots of you have asked me on my social media to share my journey and have seen a lot of my posts and updates but I wanted to share this verbal um, account so that you can really get a feel for what it's been like on the other side so lots of love to all of you I'm going to head to bed now and get myself sorted for my trip to the Taj Mahal in the morning and uh, as always any any comments or questions you can reach out to me at relaunchmylife.com.au and I will speak to you all next week thank you for listening that's this episode's inspiration for relaunch my life radio live from australia and all over the world visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for resources to help you relaunch your life and remember it's never too late to relaunch your life